Welcome to Gracefully Imperfect, a podcast for the all-encompassing Black man, the professional, the entrepreneur, the student, the family man, the father, and the everyday survivor. I'm your host, Semantic Seven. And on this journey together, we will discuss all things related to fatherhood and parenting, morality and ethics, striving to become mentally healthy, our role within our households and our family, health and fitness, and I dare not to forget, there will be a lot of sharing of our personal developmental stories that have shaped us who we are today. So let's go on this journey together and center our consciousness, relax our mind, off we go to the depths below. Love, blessings, and abundance to all of you who are tuning in from your respective locations, in your different cities, towns, counties, states, countries. I'm appreciative and I express the utmost gratitude from deciding to listen to this podcast wherever you are in time and space. I just want to also express the utmost thankfulness and gratitude and graciousness to our creator of this paradoxical universe that we live in, both beautiful and also filled with chaos. It is an honor and a privilege to host this podcast for another week. And I am extremely grateful that I am able to use my abilities, use this platform that I am building uh, to touch at least one of you. And also, I want to remind all of you that this is more than just a podcast for black men. It is also a podcast for anyone who supports and champions the development, the growth, the wellness, and the mental healthiness of the black band. We cannot do this without our support system. Now, I want to change gears here. Mother's Day was yesterday, and this Poetic Prose Monday is going to be about just the power, the boldness, the beauty, the joy, 
that it brings to mothers going through the journey of motherhood. And so I have had the privilege to reach out to three awesome, great, phenomenal, fantastic mothers who are in my family. And I got them to bless me with their story of their challenges, the triumphs, and the lessons learned through the process of motherhood. So before I begin sharing with you their, their story, their narrative of what it is, uh, you know, what it is being a mother, I want to emphasize the importance of taking time out to ascertain the point of view of others, especially in this time, the mother. It's very important for the mothers that are in your life to look at them and say, what does it mean to you? How does motherhood make you feel? When were your, when were your highest highs? When were your lowest lows? How did you crawl out the muck? How did you get to where you are today? And these are the type of questions that shows a mother that you love, that you care about, how much you value what they bring to humanity. It's not easy being a mother. A mother is incomparable. And it's very critical to listen to a mother, to honor their stories, to respect their perspectives and their point of view. And if you can do that, I believe that that will get you closer to honoring, respecting, cherishing, appreciating the essence of what it means to be a human being because they are the vessel that brings life to the universe. So I got to speak with three of the most dynamic mothers in my family. And I asked them, what are your, what were the key challenges in your motherhood? What were your triumphs? And through all of the struggle, the pain, the happiness, what did you learn on the other side? And so the first mother that I got to 
that blessed me with her story is my my sister-in-law, Raquel Curtis. Shout out to you. Love you, sis. And her biggest challenge was being a single mother for two years when she had her first child. And then also when she, as she was in the army, she went to Korea for a year and had to leave her baby behind. Now, mind you, the family that she left the baby with as she went to Korea, she was completely comfortable with the arrangement. But it's something about a mother's love. It still made her very uneasy. It still bothered her that she was across the waters and she couldn't hold her baby, kiss her baby, feed her baby. And that troubled her. She talked about how she felt guilty for having to leave her baby for a year while she was in Korea, serving in Korea. And I can definitely see how, how that the feeling of guilt became prevalent in her mind because as a mother and we all have a mother that believes in secure attachments and secure relationships, they want to be physically there. They don't want to miss milestones. They don't want to miss birthdays. They want to rock you to sleep. They want to kiss you on your face and say, everything's going to be all right. And my sis Raquel, through her service to the army service to the United States, she had to give up that, that privilege, that fundamental privilege of what it means to, to being a mother. She also shared that when she was not in Korea of just how her day-to-day -day was nonstop, what she, she called it on go mode, waking up at five, daycare by six, first formation in the military by 6.30, rinse and repeat. And she mentioned just how during that time, there was no overwhelming stress. There was no resentment that every moment of every day, 
was an opportunity to be present, to do her best, and cultivate the nurturing, loving, connecting relationship that she wanted to translate into their adult life. And so I found it very interesting that her triumphs reflected the struggle and the the adversity that she faced as being a single mother, the fact that she was able to go through it. helped her immensely. And now that her two kids, one boy, one girl, are now young adults. And when she looks at them, shares a space with them, she sees that those two kids are growing up to be amazing, beautiful, adult. And for her, that is a job well done, knowing that she was able to instill the attributes, the values, the morals, that that are their foundation to how they conduct themselves, how they behave, how they communicate, how they show up in relationships, and also how, how they treat their dynamic with her. And so I found that extremely phenomenal. You go through the most challenging part of your, your motherhood and 20 something years later, you're looking at a product of so many different, so many different situations that you continuously try to improve the quality of those situations by your outlook, by your, your actions, and also your ability to stay present and stick with it. I commend you, Rocco. And when it came down to her lessons learned, what I took away from that was every child cannot be, every child needs different things. 
and that it's important for the parent to understand that you can't give the same thing that you give to one child to another. Can anyone resonate with that who has multiple kids? The temperament, the character, the deportment of one child is, is going to be different from the other. And you have to tailor your parenting style and your tactics to meet, to meet their needs. And I want to quote Raquel and when she, when she summarized her experience as being a mother and traveling down this journey of motherhood. She says, I love being a mother and momming, like my son likes to call it. I love the relationship I have with both of my kids. They'll always be my babies. That sounds like a mother who says, who has realized the adversity and doing a phenomenal job for their children. And also realize that her job isn't done. Blessings to you, Raquel. You are phenomenal. The other mother that I got to talk to is a mother who just became a mother a few years ago. She has one child trying for another. It's my cousin Dion. Shout out to you, D. Or what I like to call you, Professor D. Uh, I asked her the same things. Challenges, triumphs, lessons learned, and your journey of motherhood. And what I loved about her story is, is her modesty. She's only been a mother for about four years now going on four years. And so she's still trying to figure out different ways, different methods, different styles to meet the needs of her son. And the fact that she is a school counselor working with middle, middle school, middle school children, she sees the spectrum of good behavior to corrosive behaviors to children who have strong attachments, secure relationships with their parents, to children who experience neglect and abandonment. Raquel, 
She sees the spectrum every single day. And she's doing her very best to nurture and cultivate in her son the values, the morals, the ethics, the virtues. So that when he, bec when he becomes of age, that he is a reflection off of effective teaching and effective parenting. I would also like to say my cousin D, she has experienced multiple miscarriages, which grieving is never a positive experience, a positive emotional experience, I should say. And that may have caused some doubt in her mind. That may have made her feel so sad and so heartbroken to deal with that. And then when you couple that with her being a counselor at a middle school and also being a rock steady present mother for her four-year-old and a wife. I can definitely, I can definitely see how that situation may have overwhelmed her spirit. But just like any mother who prioritizes her mental health, her ability to show up for her kids, her contributions to the household and to the family unit, a mother always prevails. And her biggest triumph was being able to be present during the pandemic for her son. You know, the pandemic for, for some of us, or I would even say a lot of us, were it was filled with challenges. Loss of wages, getting laid off not being able to go out and do the things that you used to do. And rather looking at that, those environmental restrictions as challenges, she looked them, she looked at them as opportunities to grow with her child. And so I do commend you, Dee, for looking at what a lot of us looked at as, looked at as a 
limitation. And you looked at it, you looked at it as a way of enhancing your ability and enhancing your connection with your boy. And even though that she's still going through this journey of motherhood, and even though that she is still trying to add to her repertoire and her, her mother arsenal, I have a feeling that when she has the second baby, that she's going to be able to instill all those positive attributes and qualities that she was able to do for her young boy during that pandemic and still give and give both of those children everything that they need, whether it's love, whether it's compassion, whether it's instruction, discipline, or just comfort. I love you, D. You are a phenomenal mother. The last mother I got to talk to was my cousin Jocelyn. She had both of her kids at a very uh, young age. And they are both grown now. The oldest is in his mid-twenties, and the youngest is graduating high school this year. And when I asked her those three things, when it came to her challenges, she mentioned just how initially she didn't know what to do. She was so young that she didn't know if she could do this successfully and effectively. But all that turned around when her firstborn was brought into this world. And Quoting her, I knew what I had to do to take care of this little human being. So she went from not having a clue, not even having a, a modicum of understanding of how to be this baby's mother. But as soon as this baby exit the womb. Everything became more clear for Jocelyn. She also mentions her biggest triumph was when she had her second born and that motivated her to become a homeowner. It motivated her to get her bachelor's degree. And I also believe she said she was working two jobs as well.
she went into this over overdrive of ambition and being goal oriented all because she wanted the best for her child. And for those that have kids, I know you can resonate with that. Each child brings something different out of you, whether you're facing your trauma, you're facing an unpacked event or situation that you never dealt with, an insecurity about yourself, a suppressed memory or image that causes you distress. And then kids can also bring out, bring out the potential that you never really tapped in. And for Jocelyn, she started to tap in her potential. And for that, I commend you, Jocelyn, for your resilience and for your bravery. And for navigating these waters, not knowing really what was on the other, on the other side. And then when it came down to the lessons learned, Jocelyn had a lot to say about what her two boys had done for her. And, and she mentions that, that there is no right or wrong way to parenting. You know what you know based off of the information and the resource that you, that you possess and that you have access to. And with that information, the information and resources, you do your very best. And I will leave, I will end her story by saying a quote of hers, our love is unconditional and I'm oh so thankful to be a mother. So through it all, the multiple jobs, you know, educating from home to get a bachelor's degree, going through the home ownership process and all its implications, being a young mother And here we are today in 2022 saying, I wouldn't change anything. And that this experience as a mother has made me feel whole. How beautiful is that? I took all of these, I took all three of these stories and I reflected on it. 
And there was a lot of different things that I, I heard from all three of their stories. I heard protection. I heard love. I've heard joy. I've heard struggle and pain. I heard grief and sadness. I've heard guilt and doubt. And what I did to show my honor and to show respect to not only these mothers that are in my family, but the mothers of the past, the mothers who've been erased from history and the mothers who go unnoticed, unrecognized and unvalued every single day. I wrote something for all of you. Mother, the sweetest name of them all that oozes from the lips without refrain. Oh, I, how I love the name mother for a mother's love can nourish a drought of sorrow and pain. The highest of all titles, a top of them all, second to none, exemplifies the highest quality of tolerance and grace committed to eternity. So her job is never done. A mother can be stern. A mother can be gentle. A mother can be firm when situations are not simple. A mother will smile and even crack a giggle. But best believe a mother will advocate for her child when she suspects a problem or an issue. Mother protector from all enemies, foreign and domestic, internal and external, identified or misidentified. There is no threat that can inhibit a mother's dedication and commitment to her sacred duty. Mother comforter in times of disaster and desperation, leveraging her total body as a safety net while conceiving the next steps into her emotional investigation. Mother teacher and mentor for the ill-informed and misinformed, exercising immediate cedar enrich the mind with superior knowledge that one day, when crystallized, can be used to organize and operationalize change for the betterment of humanity and mankind. There is something as special about a mother's devoid of the implementation of brevity and diction. One thing for sure and two things for certain. A mother possesses ineffable gifts, a sharp mind with intellectual prowess, a lethal tongue and iron fists, but best of all, an irrefutable kind of love coupled with an enchanted aura that makes it hard to resist. That's for all of you mothers out there. Thank you all for being 
who you are. Thank you all for being present with your children. Even times where you even thought that you weren't being the best version of yourselves. And thank you all for being so selfless and sacrificing your needs, your wants, your desires, your pleasures to build all of us up, to navigate in uncharted territories and to have the intangibles to walk through this world unafraid I want to leave all of you with a quote of the day. And this quote comes from a book that I read called The Three Mothers by Anna Tubbs. And when I read this book, I've, I've, <laughs> what I loved about it so much was just the influence that these three mothers, Martin Luther King's mother, James Baldwin, and Malcolm X's mother, had on their pursuit to freedom, equity, and justice. And if it wasn't for those three mothers, I don't believe that these three intelligent, fearless, bold black men uh, would have made the impact that they did. And so this quote comes from the book titled The Three Mothers. Recognition is a human need and there is something fundamentally violent about a world that denies black women recognition on a regular basis. Anna Tubbs. So show love to mothers. learn their point of view and their perspective and listen to their story for their story is not told enough and in order for us to be stewards of this thing called life and humanity we gotta understand the essence of the selfless vessel that brings life into this world. I just want to say this has been a great episode commemorating mothers and looking through their lens 
of selfless motherhood. I truly appreciate all of you who are tuning in, listening to this. I hope something from this touches your heart and you can use this and you can use it to improve the quality of your life wherever, whatever stage it is in. And I also want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the three mothers that shared with me their life story. You three are phenomenal. And I am grateful that you three trusted me with the in, with the details of what motherhood means to you. So everyone out there, stay blessed, stay positive, and also show more love. I can't wait to talk to you all in the next episode. This has been extraordinary, but I'm out. Peace and love, everybody.